Blog Talk Radio. about life's problems they may break or tear hearts apart. On Reconnect My Heart, we'll discuss God's answers to life's problems to reconnect our hearts back to the way he originally made us. I'm your host, Brother Prater. I'm so glad you are able to join us. If you have any questions, comments, if you just want to listen to the show, feel free to call me at 516-453-9118. That's 516-453-9118. 9118. Or you can listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash reconnect my heart. Also, just in case you on the just in case you're on Facebook, I am on Facebook Live on my channel, on my page, Brother Prater, B-R-O-T-H-E-R, Prater, P as a Paul, R-A, T as a Tom, E-R. You can catch me on Facebook Live. You can send your comments so that I'm able to even read those also. Also, if you want to, you can go to my chat room, which is on my website right now on the Blog Talk Radio website. You're welcome to chime in, 
send your prayer requests, your suggestions, or whatever you like to send, you're welcome to do that. I would like to say a huge hello, hello, hello to my church family, True Believers, Tabernacle Church, where I senior pastor, Pastor Otis Logan. If you're ever in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, feel free to come and worship with us. We are at 4204 Cardinal Drive, Dallas, Texas, 75216. Once again, I want to thank each and every one who are tuning in, and thank you, thank you, thank you for your continued prayers and support. I want to say also hello. Uh, last week we were with um, Lighthouse Rescue Mission uh, First Lady, Miss Beverly Green. Thank you for coming in. God bless you. And also, happy anniversary. Today, 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 this is the second week, the second Sunday of June. And what happens in June, Father's Day? So on the second of the three episodes towards Father's Day, we're going to talk about the ups and downs of an important but often overlooked subject called stepfathers. In some cases, Step up, fathers. We want to talk about some of the situations, some of the things that uh, stepfathers may go through, the role of stepfathers. Also, we want to make sure that we encourage stepfathers in case those uh, men who may be in that role. We want to encourage, want to give a word that's going to encourage the stepfathers and also um, other things pertains to stepfathers and also for those who may be married to stepfathers, feel free to chime in also. We're going to talk about stepfathers in the episode called The Best Man. Now, why did I entitle it The Best Man? The reason why, it made me think about when you look at a wedding, you can have you can have a best man, excuse me, you can have a groom without having a best man. But you can't have a best man without a groom. In other words, in order for there to be a best man, there must be a groom. Now, true enough, the man that's getting married, the groom, he better be the better man. But for the purposes of the role within marriage, they call the the groom's assistant. They call him the best man. But when we look at it, the role of the best man is there to assist the groom. So when we look at the role of a father, we're looking at the role of a father as the groom. And the stepfather is there to assist the father, the biological father. That's a responsible best man. A excuse me, a responsible stepfather. He's there to assist. He's not there to um override the role of a groom or a biological father. But he's there to assist. 
But there are some cases where there is no biological father. So in that case, it may be uh, the absence of a biological father or an inactive biological father. And that's where the best man must step up to the plate. The best man or what we would say the step-up father must step up to the plate and feel that responsibility that he'd been assigned to do. So that's why we want to make sure that we acknowledge today the stepfathers or the step-up fathers. You know, I think a lot of times when it boils down to it, I think that's one of the topics that we really don't talk about in a positive light. When you think about it, Step parents, just in general, a lot of times step parents just have a very bad stigma with it. You know, um, matter of fact, um, my sister and I, my sister and I used to joke around, and we used to say, um, "Step mommy dearest, <laughs> step mommy dearest." Um, we would say stuff like that. You know, just as kids, we would we would hear something. We would hear someone say something about their stepmother or something like that and we would say oh oh yo you got a stepmommy dearest <laughs> we kind of use that to knock off the um the old movie that was pertaining to step excuse me the um mommy dearest and she was a it was a character uh betty davis if i'm not mistaken um but we utilized that role and put step as a stepmother uh, pertaining to that. So that was something that my sister and I would often uh, joke about throughout the years as kids. But uh, the stigma with being a step-parent could be very, very cruel. There's a lot of, there's a lot of um, stories that we can hear. Um, to me, it's very few. I'm not saying that there isn't any, but the majority, when someone say step parent, a lot of times we hear something negative. Very rarely do we hear something positive. So we want to really just um, say things in a positive light uh, pertaining to the step parent. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lakeisha Hayes, and also Shirley, Dr. Shirley Washington. We love you. Um, we want to talk about step fathers. You know, one of the things that we have to look at, being a stepfather is not actually a mandate. It is a choice. A step-parent, in fact, a step-parent can date someone, and we're going to, since we on the month of, in the month of uh, Father's Day, I want to speak about uh the stepfathers, so we'll speak about the stepmothers one day. But when it comes down to the stepfathers, when we look at it, that's a choice when a young man is dating a young lady and she already has children. He can choose to leave or he can choose to stay. But one of the things that he has to remember that when he's in the mother's life that is a 
combo deal. Some people say package deal, but I always say combo because some packages can be broken and never put back together. But I always say combo because combos cannot be broken. It's either all or nothing. So when it comes down to it, the combo deal is if you're going to take me, if you're going to accept me, you're going to accept me and my kids. But you cannot accept me and omit my kids. That's what the that's what the girlfriend would often tell the young man that is pursuing her. So it's important for that mother because that mother is responsible for those kids. And let's be real, we've already seen uh, the past couple of days, past couple of weeks, we've seen so many children they have lost their lives because the mother are choosing some crazy irresponsible immature guys as boyfriends to watch their child i saw a matter of fact i saw about an hour or so ago there was a 12 year old kid that was chained uh chained to a tree or something like that and he ended up dying so they posted that he died but you know I wanted to make sure to emphasize that mothers mothers your children are dependent upon you to make the wise decision in picking someone that's mature enough a man that's mature enough and responsible enough to provide for the family not just to give money or food, but shelter, security. So the mothers have a responsibility to look beyond the foolishness because sometimes, let's be real, some guys will talk to the women to get what they want from the woman and don't even care about the child. There are some, by us talking about men, there are some men that are like that. So you have to be responsible to make sure that you're choosing for the children and for your family's best interests. You have to have your family's best interests in mind. So you have to look beyond how he can work in a bed. No, that don't mean nothing. You have to have a real man that's going to take care of you and your children. Matter of fact, if you look at it, if you if you can see that he can take care of your children, that, that should give you the security that he will take care of you. But a lot of times, we don't see how he would interact with our children. Because a lot of times, sometimes they can they can put on the show. They can tolerate the kids. But you don't want you don't want a man that's going to tolerate your kids. You want a man that's going to love your kids, that's going to respect your kids. But also, like I said, the mothers have to get outside of their emotions. They have to look at for the best interest of the child for the family. And by all means, I'm not saying, well, women, it's okay for you to be a gold digger. No. This is not talking about just trying to get somebody so you can come up and so you can get somebody for financial security? No, 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 no. Number one, anybody that's like that, that's showing that your your trust is not in God. Your trust is in your own ability. And stuff like that never works out. 
So we talk about someone. We talk to, about a woman that's mature and responsible for love, not convenience. And anytime you marry for convenience, then that relationship, a relationship, will become inconvenient. It'll never work out. So I wanted to make sure to put that out there. But to make sure that women understand that you're choosing someone that's going to be very involved in your children's life. Most of the time we see when there's a, uh, when there's a single mother, a lot of times the children are the ones that the mother is the one that have the children. Very rarely that you see a guy that has Custody, it may be sole custody, or maybe the um, I think that's the word, the, the word of custodial parent, the custodial parent being the male. So, for those women who may have the children living with them, you are the primary care parent, you want to make sure that that man that you're choosing is responsible enough because get this he's coming in and if you have your children your children are living with you your children primarily stay with you versus being over there with their biological father now you're becoming a blended family and that does not mean that the child get pushed to the curb you have to make sure that you have a date someone. You make sure you do your homework. You make sure that you study that guy to make sure that he is responsible. Make sure there are some more things I'm going to speak about. He Make sure he's responsible enough to look out for the best interest of the family for the children. Also, understanding is almost like how to say you wake up with both feet hitting the ground. You have to make sure that he's responsible enough to get the ball rolling because it's more than just you that he has to concern himself with. It's more it's more than just himself. It's the children. <clears throat> so what do we want to talk about? With some of the guys that are stepfathers, some of the things that we have to look at, some of the responsibilities that the stepfather has to do, there are times where he has to be the mediator between the mother and the biological father. See, get this. Now, he has to understand he has to understand that he may be the one that have to even interact with the biological father. Now, we're not talking about someone that's not mature and will always want to fight and even someone that's jealous. No, 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 no. Matter of fact, let me back up. I want to talk about some of the characteristics that a mature stepfather has to have. A stepfather, first of all, must be a man of prayer. Uh, first of all, being a man of God, must be a man of prayer. He must be patient. A stepfather must be patient. 
Understand that he's not just being patient within himself for him to find his role or his responsibility or to make sure that he's getting what he needs within the family, but he has to be patient and responsible enough to understand that he's dealing with someone else's child. And what if, what if that child, sorry, what if that child, let me turn the volume down. Okay. What if that child may not have, may not be happy when now there is someone else coming to their life that's not their biological father. That doesn't mean that um, he's a bad man, but you have to understand that there are some children, they're not happy with mama being with anybody. They're not happy with daddy being with anybody else except for their mama or their daddy. So you have to understand that that stepfather must be mature, must be responsible, must be patient. He must make sure that he's with respect, make sure that he's understanding and being able to communicate, not just with the mother, but even with the child. These are some of the things that should be brought up within a premarital counseling. This is this is one of the reasons why premarital counseling is so important. And especially when there are children involved, it's not just you and your potential bride going to counseling or your potential husband, excuse me, going to counseling. You must include the kids. You want to make sure that the kids are involved. Listen, the kids do have a voice and the kids' voice needs to be respected. But also on the same token, understanding that we're not saying, well, you know, the kid's going to dictate if the kid's going to say, well, if you can't be with their biological daddy, you better not be with nobody else. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is being able to talk to the children because, true enough, mama want to be happy. Daddy want to be happy. So, a lot of times it also even exposes there may be some underlying things that may not have been settled because of a divorce or a breakup. So that's why it's so important for premarital counseling. It has to be implemented for the child, for the, the one that went through a divorce or a breakup, and also for that stepfather, that person that's coming in to an already made family. So that's why patience is so important. Understanding, understanding, along with patience and prayer, understanding of the child, the bond that the child may have with the mother, but also even the understanding that the child had with their biological father. Now, their biological father may have been very active in their life. That that child may have been very attached to that father. And a lot of times that child may feel like, now you're trying to take my daddy's spot. No, you're trying to take my daddy's place. No, 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 no. So that's why you have to make sure that that stepfather is understanding of the situation, of the dynamics. 
Also, not only if that biological father uh, was active, you have to understand that what if that biological father was not active? See, I found out that that's another situation that a lot of times we don't address. A lot of times we just deal with, well, what if that father was active then, you know, you're trying to come in. But also I found out that there's a lot of times there's some residue of hurt when the biological father was not active, when he's been absent, regardless if he chose not to or he was locked up in jail. A lot of times the child, it don't come out until maybe a situation or maybe do counseling. Those feelings, those things may come out. Also, the child may feel like they can handle it, but then when the time comes, a certain situation may be revealed that 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 situation may not have been dealt with. Also, we talked about if a biological father was active or inactive, but what happened if there was a death of a biological father? See, and and that's in two situations too. If the if the um, deceased biological father, if he was active or if he was inactive, because those are certain those are different situations. Also, you know, uh, that child may still be grieving. That child may love their stepfather, but may not be ready to allow themselves to even allow someone to be in their heart like that biological father was. You know, that child may feel like if I allowed this man to hold the heart, hold the space that my dad was in, then I may be uh, pushing aside or denying my, the existence of my biological father. So these are some of the real things that children may be dealing with. So it's, it's it's very important for us as the adults to really listen, really be in prayer, and really get the counseling. Because a lot of things, you know, we just assuming. And one of the things that can really hurt a situation is assumption. So we have to make sure to be in prayer and, like I said, get into some premarital counseling. And that doesn't mean that you ain't saved or nothing like no, that's being wise. There may be some things that you may not have become aware of. There may be some things that the counselor, somebody from the outside, that God may use to bring some things out in the open. So that way it could be dealt with before you get into the marriage. Along with understanding, one of the things uh I, I, I'm a very firm believer in the spirit of discernment. The spirit of discernment will reveal those hidden things, those secret things. So a lot of times uh, God will reveal the things where the child may be saying one thing, but God may be revealing, you know what, that baby saying this, but this is the real problem. This is the real issue. This is the root of the problem. So that stepfather has to have the spirit of discernment. Like I said, must be a praying man, fasting and praying, as a matter of fact. <clears throat> must be understanding of the situation of the, each individual, the situation, even himself. That doesn't mean that he's uh, 
put aside his feelings, but what he has to do, he has to look at from all angles. He has to be responsible enough to understand that this situation, this is for the betterment of the family because he's the protector. He's the spiritual protector and provider of the family. So a lot of times we just look at, well, the financial provider, but he's also the spiritual provider of the family. He's also the spiritual protector of the family, the emotional protector of the family. So I wanted to make sure that we brought it up. So along with that type of man that's willing to come in as stepfather, one of the roles I mentioned earlier, one of the roles that the stepfather may be in is being the mediator between the mother and the biological father. See, a lot of times when there's a separation, uh, when there's a breakup or a divorce, sometimes there may be some bitterness. See, that biological father may have been a horrible boyfriend, may have been a horrible husband, but he may have been a great father. Now, when I say horrible, I mean as far as infidelity or something like that. I'm not talking about being abusive. Now, when it comes down to abuse, that needs to be reported, point blank, especially if there has been an abuse towards the children. Now, when it comes down to abuse towards the towards the mother, that needs to be reported too. So, the thing is, we talk about in a non-abusive relationship or marriage, non-abusive. Like I said, anything pertaining to abuse needs to be reported. It needs to be reported legally. You make sure that you cover yourself and cover your children. So that needs to be reported. But in a non-abusive relationship, a lot of times, like I said, with the bitterness, with the uh, being upset, and it may be that that man, that biological father, like I said, might have been a horrible father. May have been a horrible husband. May have been a horrible uh, boyfriend. But he was very active with the children. Very respectful towards the children. Always taught what was right with the children. So with that, there have been times that there are some women who may have become bitter because they took how he was in the relationship with them, take it out on him and the children. But that stepfather going to say, now, baby, look, you know, he has every right to see the child. That's his child, too. And that, get this, a lot of times that stepfather will be able to detect, well, baby, you you bitter. You, you got to get this bitterness out of it. That's it. You know he loves his kids. So you can't put that over his head and deny him of those kids because of y'all did not work out. Look, if y'all didn't break up, we wouldn't be together. So allow him to see the children. You know, I said that mediator, that that stepfather, he'll even be able to talk 
first of all, he'll be able to pray for that mother, his wife. He'll be able to pray. He'll be able to say, well, you know what, God, this is something that I'm seeing. So, God, we speak, God, that you open up her eyes, God. God, there may be some things that might have been embedded that she did not get rid of. There might be some bitterness. might be some unforgiveness. There might be some anger. There might be some issues that may not have been settled or may not have come to the front or maybe something that she did not give to you. So, God, we're going to ask you that you utilize this opportunity for her to be able to get some healing and also be the effective mother that she needs to be for her children. And God also, not just in being the mediator between the mother and the biological father, but also that stepfather could be the mediator between the biological father and the children. How is that? See, if that child is under that stepfather's care, if he's in the house with the biological mother and the stepfather, if then children are in the same house as the stepfather and the the biological mother, see, <clears throat> see a mature stepfather, a godly stepfather, will be able to kind of see the behavior of the children. And so in that behavior of that child, that stepfather will be able to, hey, how was your day? Talk to him. Listen. What, you upset with your dad? What, what happened? Let's talk about it. He's not going to say, well, I don't want to hear about that dude. You know, he, he, better not, he might not come up in my house. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you like this. If you, got a, if you got a stepfather that's like that, you got an immature. You got an ignorant. <laughs> that's an ignorant stepfather. So we're not talking about them, but we're talking about a mature, a responsible stepfather. Someone is going to listen. He'll be able to listen to that child. And you know what? May even interpret or translate the misunderstanding that that child may have towards a biological father. But most importantly, that stepfather is going to say, well, you know what, baby? We're going to pray for him. We're going to pray for him. You know what? Maybe he had a bad day. Let's, let's talk about it. You know, that stepfather will also be active with the biological father. That stepfather, a mature stepfather, will make sure that their lines of communication between himself and the biological father is open. Now, true enough, there may be boundaries, but also it also depends upon not just the maturity of the stepfather, but also the maturity of the biological father. A wise stepfather will see the level of maturity that that biological father is and deal with them accordingly. So if he recognized that, you know what, they were in a relationship or they were in a marriage and they say, you know what, they made a mistake, they just, they broke up, they realized they might have been young or whatever like that. And you know what, I can deal with, I can deal with him. I can deal with this uh, biological father. That stepfather, hey man, you know what? Um, if you don't have anything planned, uh, let's go have lunch. Let's talk. You know, because the way he got to think about it, he's having his children. That stepfather is responsible for that biological father's children. If 
he's in the house, or if he's if the children are in his house or in his home with the biological mother. So that that stepfather want to make sure that the lines of communication are open. And like I said, this is not just during the marriage. This is actually before the marriage. Uh, one of the things I was looking at a couple of, might have been a couple years ago, I saw it was um, Babyface, Kenny Babyface Edmund. Uh, he was married once before, and he's no longer married. He's divorced, but the children's mother was uh, started dating uh, Deion Sanders. And so Kenny Babyface Edmund wanted to have lunch with Deion Sanders just to, you know, to talk, kind of see where his head was because he recognized even though he's dating my ex-wife, but also he's in the same home as my children. But also Kenny Babyface Edmund and his ex-wife, they have a relationship. They, they have a friendship. They're friends. And thank God for that. They're mature enough to be able to talk and communicate and even have the children's best interest in mind. So that's that's very great. And that's what we want to promote. So with that stepfather, sometimes that stepfather has to take the initiative because you think about it. If you are a biological father and somebody is getting ready to be around your children, you want to make sure that you know everything possible about that man. So that stepfather is not insecure. He's willing to be forthcoming because I'm going to tell you like this. When it comes down to my son, mother, getting married or whatever, dating or whatever, I want to know everything possible about that guy because my son will be around him. So that doesn't mean that we don't trust um, the spouse's uh, decision but you need to know for your own self. Also, wanted to make sure that that person, that that biological parent, have the right and have the freedom. We want them to know that they have every right to even contact us as a step parent, and also vice versa. We're not saying that you know y'all have to be wrestling tag team partners. No. But there, there, there must be a level of respect and also a level of openness. And also you have to understand who you're dealing with. Now, there may be times that you're dealing with someone that's mature. That's great. But on the other hand, if that step-parent is trying to reach out and you're dealing with a biological father that's not mature, then you deal with him accordingly. Number one, continue to pray. But also, depending upon how that person is, you have to make sure to use wisdom. Because there are some people, I don't care how loving, I don't care how saved and filled with the Holy Ghost that you are. Just because you may be that way, don't mean that everybody else is going to be that way. There are some people that just act too immature. There are some people just act, like I was saying earlier, just act ignorant. So you have to deal with that. You have to, ex- first of all, you have to accept that. Or don't even involve yourself with that mother. You have to count up the cost and ask yourself if this is something that I want to go into 
or not. But you have to be responsible enough and respectful enough not only to make the decision, but also stick with the decision. You want to make sure that you respect that mother and that child enough. Now, if it's something that you may feel like you can't can't do, then how about you say it early on? Don't allow yourself to break that child's heart. That child already dealing with the separation or the divorce of their biological parents. So as a stepfather, he's not going to play games. We're talking about a real, a mature stepfather. So like I said, that stepfather may have to be the mediator between the mother and the biological father, the biological father and the child. But also that child, that that step that step parent, that stepfather, want to make sure if that child does not have that biological father active in their life, then that stepfather must step up and become the step up father. See, I call it step up father because they fill the void that the biological fathers created. And sometimes it may be messy, it may be sloppy. But the key thing is, he's responsible enough, he's prayerful enough to take it on. He's not going to take it personal. Now, like I said, when it comes down to it, sometimes that step-up parent, that step-up father, that step-up father has to be, like I said, has to be prayerful. Because it can be very frustrating when you having to take care of somebody else's responsibility and they're choosing not to do it. But even in the midst of that, step up father is responsible enough to not talk ill towards that biological father. And especially around the child, he's going to make sure that he does not want his wife or his fiance to speak ill towards the children's mother. Now, there are some people, I heard some young ladies call their biological child father, um, their biological father child, call them, well, he just a sperm donor. Don't say that. First of all, that ain't biblical. <laughs> but we we need to say things in a respectful way. We need to say things because ultimately, well, we got to realize what we teach our children about their biological parent, what happened, it will come back where that child may not respect you. If you show disrespect towards that biological parent, no matter what they did, what we have to do, we got to be responsible enough that, you know what, if it's good, say something good. If it ain't good, don't say nothing at all. You know what, be the bigger person. Be the, be, the, be the bigger person. That child will find out the truth, but the key thing is you don't want that child to have the spirit of envy, the spirit of uh, bitterness or unforgiveness or hatred towards that biological parent. You don't want that child to have, because what happened, if that happened, then that's going to create a seed that's going to destroy every relationship that that child is in. But also, one of the things I always say, when you have bitterness or unforgiveness or hatred in your heart, 
then what happened is who you hate is who you will become. So you want to make sure even with that child, that's something that you don't want your child to have, even if what, they, what they're saying about their biological father, even if they're saying what, is, what they're saying is true. The key thing is, you know what, baby, just pray for them. You know what? You know, at least you got somebody there that's going to help and encourage you and your children. So we want to make sure that we bring that up. It's important for the step-up father to be able to seize every opportunity to help edify his family. So what I want to do right now, I want to take a little pause, and I want to go to the fallen. I have a great father that's here on the line. I want to give him an opportunity to come on and share with us. Welcome to Rick and Neighborhood Podcast. You're on the air. Can you there? Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. How are you doing today? It's a beautiful day, and it's a wonderful topic you have today. Um, one of the most dedicated things any single parent could do to bring kids into a, a situation like that is get to know the individual before she even exposes the kids to them. Because sometimes yeah. you can... You can have a situation and you can pick up on things. You got a person studying talking about I this, I that, I'm going to do this, I want to do that. And more than likely that person going to be sitting around what he wants and, 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 and everything else is secondary. And something as simple as that is a, is a, a, a key to be something to be aware of. And kids also can be devious and, like you said, can have love in their heart for a father who moved on or no longer there, could be passed on, and, uh, and they're trying to be devious toward that individual because they feel like they're competing with him on the level of the, the parent is not there. It's a very, very challenging situation and one that, that you need to put a lot of attention on and have a lot of patience with and call on the Lord for help because you really will need it. Yes. You know, you're so right, and like you said, I know so many, I know so many children that have tried to sabotage uh, their mother or even their father's marriage. You know, um, like you said, a lot of things need to be addressed early on in the in the introduction of courtship. You know, um, find out. You know, being honest with you, you know, if if you know somebody got, let's just say, somebody got. 14 kids, somebody got 16 kids, and, you know, that's too much for you, then that needs to be brought up right then and there, and don't even try to entertain the thought, well, you know, it'll be all right, or I just, I just, you know, stick around until, no, you're doing a disservice to yourself and to the family, to the children, you know, but it's so, I, I think it's so important that, um, stepfather, actually it takes both the parents, the stepfather, and also the mother, to really look at, you know what, is this, is this something that would actually benefit? Would, it, would this be, a, would this be a, a healthy blend? Because if it's going to be unhealthy, and you, from the very beginning, kids are already attacking the step-parent, then you have to count up the 
you know, but you don't want you don't want to have it where um, the mother, the biological mother, can't trust or don't listen to their children. Now, unfortunately, now this is a child that's being honest and upfront. A lot of times, what I've been seeing, a lot of time when the mother, when the mother uh, has an agenda, like I said, it could be that she want to marry the man for money or whatever. She will push the children on the child. Excuse me. She will push the children upon that man. You know, well, you know, he got money and all this stuff. And next thing you know, that's the only thing that they're basing that relationship on is money. And yes, and and you you're creating havoc in the family. And and also one of the things one of the things that we have to look at also one of the things. Now it's one thing when. He's when the stepfather is coming in and there's already children, but also what you have to realize if you coming in, if the biological mother have children and the stepfather has children, then that's something else that you have to consider. And then also if what happened if they're together and the stepfather has now impregnated the mother. So a lot of times, a lot of children, they feel like their identity is lost within the family because now when it used to be just me and mama, mama and I were so close, and now this man is coming in, and now he's interfering. He's interfering in the relationship between mama and myself, or mama and the children. You know, that's why, like I said, it has to be a lot of discussion within premarital counseling. Yes, sir. You're so so right. It is unfortunate that sometimes... uh, you have to walk away from situations that might not be profitable due to the heartache mm-hmm. that come. And if you're going in it for money, one day money won't matter. Money won't matter for the type of problems that come with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, now, what I'm going to do, if it's okay, um look like I have a question that just came up. And I'm going to, if you don't mind, I'm going to have you on the air also. Uh, I want to read this out and just in case you want to um, – I'm, I'm going to give you the opportunity to uh, give your input first. Um, someone just asked a question. Do you have any advice on whether it's a good idea to inform a child that their stepfather isn't their biological father? If so, what do you think is an appropriate age, or should you just keep it between your husband and yourself? Dealing with situations like that, you must always be honest. And um, a kid, I don't see any harm in telling the kid when he's young that you know it is or is not his father, and explain if he's not his father that he's going to be performing all the fatherly services. You know, he's going to be a father for him, and even though he's not his biological father father and the man should be held accountable to do that. Yes. I'm I'm sorry I didn't have you on earlier. Um so what he what um what he said was always being honest and it is a good idea to tell the child and as far as an appropriate age it, it depends upon the maturity of the child. Now we're not saying tell the child when they, you know, three or four years old, but 
um, first of all, making sure that either way, it's important for the child to know because what happened when it comes down to health issues? Also, one of the worst things that can happen when a child finds out the truth from someone other than their parent, then what happened then, they end up creating a distrust. You know, so when it comes down to being honesty and, and being truth, um, children looking for the parents to tell us things so that way we can be, we can be able to um, continue to have the trust, honest that the parents, that we feel that the parents would give us. And um, also with that particular age, I would suggest seeking professional counseling about that. And to me, there is no easy way to be able to say it, but you know your child, but also make sure that the um, child is responsible enough to handle it, but also it's even in the way that the child finds out. So, um, and, and also, um, if the biological father, look at the biological father, see if if they either still around, if they uh, want to participate or uh, choose not to participate, whatever, a lot of time, if the biological father does not want to be active in the child's life, then a lot of time that child could blame themselves. That child may feel like they're the cause of that biological parent does not want to deal with them, does not want to communicate or fool with them. So it's important for us to be as the adults to be able to watch our children and at the appropriate time with counseling and with prayer, we get a chance to uh, notify the children the truth. Yeah. You think the same way, son? Absolutely. That's okay. You made a lot, a lot of very, a lot of good points that that need to be considered. And it's difficult going to a situation like that. But with a lot of a lot of effort and understanding and seeking the Lord, you know, you need to be early to determine whether or not it's going to work or not. Mhm, mhm. Yeah, I thank you so much. And um, last week I had you on the air, and the time ran out, so I made sure that I fixed the time enough where we're going to get cut out. So. Um, I thank you for last week and also thank you for this week. Thank you for being a great supporter and uh, your wisdom that you give each time you're on the air. You know, every time I see you come on the air, I make sure that I get you on because you got a lot of nuggets and also um, just your wisdom and your guidance for us men. I really appreciate you. So keep up the great work. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, with that being said, we want to make sure that, okay, thank you. You're welcome. You're definitely welcome. Um, we're going to be praying for you also. Um, if you if you can find someone, then great. If you can't find anyone um, as far as pertaining to counseling about this matter, feel free to inbox me, whatever, and I'll see if I can try to help you find one in the area near you. So when it comes down to the stepfathers, uh, we thank God that even though 
we don't get the they don't get the recognition that they deserve. But to be honest with you, uh, that is such an important role, and it should not be taken lightly. So, mothers, it's important for you to be able to be led by God in choosing the right man to be able to marry, because that man is going to be very active. He's going to be responsible in your home, not for yourself, but even for your children. You don't want to marry someone and you don't really know their home. You don't know the home. You haven't done your homework. You don't really know that person because a lot of times, and let's be real, we live in 2019. Is so many children that have been um, abused uh, physically, emotionally, sexually, sometimes by their step-parent. Not just not just with the stepfather, even their son that been with the stepmother. But we want to make sure, women, make sure you do your homework with these guys that you're dating. You know, if you already know he got a record, he got a he, he got a history, make sure you ask yourself, you know, is this something that you may want to expose to your children? And I'm gonna say it like this. If you don't want to expose your children to him, then you don't need to expose yourself to him. So you leave these guys alone. Let's be real. Leave these guys alone because it's time out for foolishness. It's time out for being a side chick. It's time out for all that stuff. It's time to be in a healthy relationship that's going to lead to marriage. We ain't talking about playing house. We're not promoting playing house. No. We're talking about doing things the God way, the biblical way. Because ultimately, ultimately, our children are looking at us as parents, as a model. What are we teaching? It's more than just what we telling our teach. What we telling our children is what we showing our children. <clears throat> Sister Conley, stepfathers play a great role in step on where other fathers have walked away. Yes, so prayer must. And must prayer must and it be led by God. Yes, that is very important because when you look at it, even in the gaps that the biological father has left, that stepfather or that step up father is going to be the one that's going to intercede, fill in the gaps, fill in the voids. But like I said, you must have a praying man. Now, Regardless of how the relationship ended between you and the biological father, regardless of that, women, mothers, this is an opportunity for you to have the right type of relationship. So, of course, even though that man may have left you dry, may have done you wrong, may have abandoned you and left you and the kids and the dog and the bills, okay, that's heartbreaking. That's that's, that's sad. But on the other hand, it frees you to be with the right man. So allow God to heal you so that way when he left leaving you tears, then God can see the right man that's going to give you cheers. Allow God to help you so that way you don't have to repeat that cycle. You always want to make sure, even if they have left you, or even if you did something wrong and had him to leave, Regardless of what happened, you have the opportunity to have a better relationship. 
So no longer hold on to bitterness when God got something better. But also, even for you to be able to forgive yourself, regardless of how that relationship ended. Like I said, he might have been in the wrong. You might have been in the wrong. Both y'all may have been in the wrong. So regardless of that, you always want to make sure that you're looking out for the best interest of your child. And that stepman, that step-up father, that stepfather you may be choosing may be the one that keeps the glue together between you and your child. So allow that child, allow yourself to be healed and also for you to be able to develop that relationship between you and your children. So that way, when that potential stepfather comes, you can listen to your child and the child may tell you, you know what, mama, he's a great man for you. I've never seen you so happy. Or that child may tell you, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, no, he's hiding something. But you have to mature enough to recognize you're choosing a king for your palace. One of the things I always say as women, understand this, men are the priests of the home. So if you already have a family, you're choosing the priest for you and your Children, you are choosing the pastor of your home. So you want to make sure to be very careful of who you choose as a stepfather or a potential step-up father within your home. So, and also, I will say this. We're going to get ready to uh, wrap up the show, but I want to say this a little bit. I mentioned a couple a couple of weeks ago, the step-up father is responsible enough to recognize the dynamics that he's dealing with because anytime there are children within a home of different fathers, that child comes from different nations. For example, if there are four children living in a home and each child have a different biological father, then those are four different nations that are allowed in the home. So with those four different nations that are within the home, that stepfather that's coming into the home recognizes there are four different nations, and those nations are not his. But a mature one will recognize if that's something that he feel like he can handle, then great. So what he's going to do, he's going to make sure to groom and make sure to even teach each child about their nation that they're from. When I say nation, that means their, their, their roots. So regardless if that biological father is not active, that step-up father mature step-up father will fill in the gap, will not talk negative or put down their biological father, regardless if he's active or inactive. That mature man is going to speak and do what's right, and no matter what, you know, um, did you call your dad? Okay, you know, well, you know what? Give him a call or just give him a text, you know. He's going to try to work around to make sure that there's something, some type of communication, you know. And like I said, in a healthy relationship. Now, if it's toxic where the biological father cussing out the children and uh, uh, abusing them and all this stuff, then, you know, 
You got to use wisdom. But we talking about a mature, a healthy relationship that exists between the biological father and the children. So most importantly, if there's any type of abuse, whatever, make sure that's reported. Make sure that the children are protected at all times. So I hope and pray that as we get ready to uh, go into the next uh, podcast, which will be next week, that'll be Father's Day, we want to make sure that we take a moment to celebrate the step-up fathers. Acknowledge the stepfathers, because to be honest with you, there are some people, all they know is their stepfather. Because, they're, uh, matter of fact, it was uh, Shaquille O'Neal that once said, because my biological, uh, my biological didn't bother. I think that's what he, the terminology that he said. He was close to his stepfather. But even in the midst of that, we thank God for those stepfathers or those step-up fathers. And just in case you're watching this video, just in case you are one of those stepfathers that may not have gotten the appreciation or the acknowledgement that you deserve, we appreciate you. Next week, even though you may not be the biological father, you may not even have any children, but just know that you can celebrate Father's Day also. Because if it wasn't for you, you might have been that protector, that provider, that nourisher that that child needed. You might be the one to help keep the family together. So you pat yourself on the back. But also what we want to do, we want to pray for you. We want to make sure to let you know that your work was not in vain. Uh, A lot of times the the stepfathers were the ones that took the uh, the daughters to the dance might have taken the mother's daughter to the dance or might have been at the games of children and even though that biological that that stepfather excuse me that stepfather was there at the dance or at the at the ball games but when it comes down to the biological fathers being there they're like oh yeah i mean they just lose their mind but sometimes the biological father didn't even get a high whatever you know but no matter what I thank God for you. Don't stop doing what you've been doing. Don't get discouraged. Know this. There are people that may be watching you. And you know what? You might not get the recognition now, but you continue to be consistent in what you're doing. And I'm telling you, pain will come. You will get the appreciation and the acknowledgement that you deserve. So don't allow what may not be happening Right now, what you deserve, you may not be getting it right now, but don't stop doing what you know what is right to do. Continue to do it. Continue to pray, stand in the gap. Most importantly, continue to seek God for the wisdom and the counsel. And I'm telling you, he's going to encourage you and he's going to give you not only what you need, but what you want. So for those who may be watching, there's anybody that may be going through things, even as a stepfather. You may be going through some issues. You may feel like, you know what, nobody acknowledging me. Nobody is listening to my needs. Know that we're holding you up before God. Also, there may be some who may be, uh, they may be holding on to resentment toward their biological father. We want to be praying for you. We want you to know that allow God to hear you of their hurt or their misunderstanding. You know, your, your stepfather might have been there all the way in your life, and your biological father was not active in your life. We're going to hold him up also. We're going to hold up. We're going to hold you up in prayer. 
And if you have any other issues or concerns in your life, you may be dealing with things that it seems like you won't want to give up. Don't you know that there's nothing too hard for God? God told us we can cast all of our cares upon him because he cares for us. But also, just in case you're watching this video, and you may say, well, you know what? Um, what must I do to be saved? Romans 10 and 9 tells us, if thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus Christ is thy Savior and believe in their heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So regardless of what your past was, God has a bright future for you. If you give him your past, he will give you the future that Jesus Christ has already planned out for you. So surrender your heart, surrender your life to Jesus Christ and allow him to heal you, allow him to help you to forgive, help you to repent and realize that the best is yet to come if you give your life to Jesus Christ. The Heavenly Father, we come to you right now, God. We thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. We come to you right now, God. We acknowledge your presence on today. God, we come to you right now, God. No other way, God. We come to you humbly before you right now, God. God, we ask you to help us, God, to forgive ourselves, God. God, we ask you to forgive us, God, if there's anything that we might have said or done or thought of that was unlike you, God. God, help us, God, to give everything over to you once and for all right now. In the name of Jesus, and God, we thank you for your forgiveness, and we receive your forgiveness. And God, we thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, God. God, we thank you, Lord, even for the fathers, God. God, we thank you, Lord, for the life that they're living right now, God. God, help them, God, and encourage their hearts and encourage their minds right now, God. Help them, God, to be the men that you call for them to be, God. Help them, God, in every area of their lives right now, God. God, even speak, God, that you minister to them, God, as they minister to the family right now. In the name of Jesus, and God, we even speaking, God, even to the step-up fathers, God. God, those who may have... Fill in the gap of the voice of, of the absentee biological fathers, God. God, we speaking, God, that you encourage their heart right now, God. God, we thank you, Lord, and we applaud them right now, God. God, give them, God, their needs, God, according to their riches and glory right now, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we speaking, God, even to the biological fathers, God, those who might have been absent, God, those who might have avoided their responsibilities, God. God, we speaking, God, that you help them to understand, God, that they're not doing anything for harming the child and harming themselves right now. God, there may be those, God, who may have avoided their responsibilities, God, because of the uh, the, the biological mother, God. God, we ask God to help them to be mature, God. Give them desire, God, to do the right thing, God. God, we speak, God, that you remove the bitterness out of the relationship, out of the situation right now. In the name of Jesus, instead of buying everything you stand for, we buying every problem, we buying every confusion right now. In the name of Jesus, and Lord, we even speaking right now, God, those who may be going through things, God, those who may feel like giving up or giving out right now, God. Speaking, God, that you encourage their heart, encourage their mind, God. Those who may need physical healing right now, God, touch and heal their bodies right now. In the name of Jesus, God, those who may need emotional healing, mental healing, God. Speaking, God, that you help them, God, that you heal them, God. God, we know that hurt, God. Sometimes hurt can seem like it lasts forever, God. But, God, you're the only one, God, that can heal the wound, heal the scar, and God tissues right now in the name of Jesus. God, we speaking, God, even for those who may be grieving right now, God. God, we speaking, God, that you comfort them, God. Be with them right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, you said that you will be a father to the fatherless. You will be a mother to the motherless right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you, Lord, for everything you've done. 
thing you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen, amen, amen. I thank you all for tuning in. I thank you all for y'all tuning in to support this program. If you have any suggestions on future topics, feel free to contact me on Facebook, Brother Prater, um, Brother Prater, B-R-O-T-H-E-R, Prater, P. R-A-T-E-R. Uh, on Facebook, you can read my data devotion and my videos on my page. Also, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel under Brother Prater, or you can go to my website at www.brotherprater.org. You will see my data devotions and upcoming events and personal appearances. Also, you can go to the store section on my website, where you can purchase my book, A Few Good Men, A Path to Godly Fatherhood. A Few Good Men was written to inform men the needs of the responsibilities towards their families, their children, their spouse, or even their children's mother. Also, to inform women the needs and the responsibilities towards men and to give single women the qualities of a potential future husband and or father to present or future children. Also, it's a great stocking stuffer for Father's Day. So I want to thank each and every one who are tuning in and thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to Reconnect My Heart Podcast. God bless you and good night.